Scripture is a living word, which means that it's relevant at all times and in all seasons. God, the living word, came and lived with us. And this morning, the scriptures offer us a vision of what it means to live with other people. I don't know what you think about other people. I find that sometimes they can be exhausting. (laughs) Just sometimes. God speaks to us and approaches us through other people, even if we don't want it. I had a friend in seminary, Father Angelus, who liked to make fun of the way that people try to keep God and people separate. And he used to joke at breakfast, I'm trying to do God's will. Leave me alone. (laughs) A word for the vision that Scripture offers us, one word for it is community. Yes, like the show on Netflix. But it means what is in common or what we share. Dorothy Day wrote, We have all known the long loneliness, and we have learned that the only answer is love, and that love comes with community. So very simply this morning, I want to witness to you, to confess, really, how God has been kind to me the gift of one particular friendship through my friend, Father Kyle Eads. You may know him. He's the associate pastor at Mater Christi in Albany. We met, I think, uh, during our junior year of college, although he says he doesn't remember that. Maybe it didn't happen. But we did enter seminary at the same time uh, and going to the same seminary together. We didn't spend a lot of time together our first year, and as we got into my second year, I had kind of felt like I struggled to connect on a deep level with people, and I was really looking for a friend, and this one guy who had been on a pastoral year working in a parish came back to the seminary, and I loved spending time with him. His name was Eric, and we hung out. We loved reading the same things. We went on these trips together. Uh, We were watching the same stuff, and then he left. And two very wise people at the seminary, in the same week, separately, knowing what I was going through, said, you know, it's okay to ask God to send you a friend. And so I did that. And within two weeks, I ended up driving with Father Kyle to the March for Life in Washington, D.C. Most of the seminary took a bus down, but if people wanted to stay longer, they let us carpool. And so I carpooled with Father Kyle. And at the end of the weekend, I thought, I really like this guy. (laughs) I'm not sure what he thought. Because there's something you should know about Father Kyle and me. We share a lot in common, but we are also very different. I love things clean, organized, with clear expectations about everything. And that is not how Father Kyle rolls. And yet, we've been on road trips together to the March for Life, to Virginia, to California. 
when I was a deacon and I was driving up here every weekend from the seminary, I'd drive most of the first way with Father Kyle, who was in a parish in Hudson. He would drive up to Hudson, and then I would drive the rest of the way, and we'd do the reverse on the way back. And then we were ordained together last June on the same day. This is the kind of vision that the scriptures offer us. A number of different lines from the readings this morning brought friendship and community to mind. First, St. Paul says, Owe nothing to anyone except to love one another. Two, Ezekiel says, If you don't warn the wicked and he stays in his sin, you're responsible. But if you warn the wicked, you will save your life. Now, isn't that strange that Scripture would say both you owe nothing to anyone except love one another, but that it would also say warn the wicked? That's because real friendship means challenging sometimes and also letting ourselves be challenged. Father Kyle has so many times needed to correct or challenge me a little bit, and he does it in the gentlest way. Sometimes he says something, and sometimes he doesn't need to say anything. And just by his gentle presence, I'm reminded I need to grow. Third, the gospel says if two or three agree on anything for which they are to pray, it will be granted to them. Where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am. You know, there are all sorts of different kinds of friendship. Some are deeper than others. But in the deepest, the most real kind of friendship, You're friends with another person, not because they're useful to you, or even just because you like the same things, but because you're both pointed outward toward the good, who is God. And if it's going right, two people draw each other closer to the good. Maybe you begin to like what the other person likes or to be willing to eat what they eat. Sometimes it's really profound and involves prayer or things that people are thinking about or reading, and sometimes it's just playing Super Smash Brothers. And fourth, the psalm says, harden not your hearts. Because to be friends with another person, to be in community with people, you don't just have to accept or work with other people as they are, although that's hard enough, you also have to accept yourself as you are, or else you have nothing to offer in the friendship. That's something Father Kyle has helped me with. But at this point in the homily, I would like to share with you something entirely irrelevant, a totally separate story, which I'm sharing with you not because it's related, but just because of our friendship and because I want to share with you the good things from my life in your life. So I was sitting outside this week in the memory garden with one of our high schoolers chatting, and 
he paused me for a moment and drew my attention to something happening in the tree behind us, which is that there was, on the ground, a squirrel holding in its tiny paws a donut. <laughs> and it was chomping away at this donut. This is rather remarkable. I've never seen this before. So I said, do you mind if I take out my phone and take a picture of this? So in the time it took me to turn around and get my phone and to take a picture, he had scurried up into the tree onto a branch where he was eating this donut. And in the time it took me to take the picture, the person I was meeting with uh, had been observing the entire situation and pointed out to me that down on the ground, across the street, on the other side of Marshland Court, there was an entirely different squirrel chomping on an entirely different donut. <laughs> this is amazing. I hope you all get to witness something like this one day. Now, that's not really related to any of this. It's just a nice story. And it's a true story. But God, we know, he could have left us in a place where we were just stuck, sort of chomping on what's superficial, what might taste good in the moment, but doesn't leave us satisfied in relationship. But he didn't want to do that. The community the communion that we experience in friendship, in the church, is an image of the communion that happens within God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, who love one another. God wanted to share himself, and so the Son became flesh, lived, suffered, died, and rose for us. God wants to share himself. And so he gives us food beyond all of our wild imagining. God befriends us in the Eucharist. And he gives us, he shares with us, his body and blood.